Welcome to That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann. Now, three weeks ago, That Weekend Feeling caught up with Lionel DeLunger. He was the subject of our podcast. We were talking about five lions and a tiger that he had rescued. One of more than 20 cats, big cats, that he had rescued from the Ukraine and brought to his Simbonga Sanctuary, which is near Thornhill between Port Elizabeth and Jeffreys Bay. Lionel, as we said then is a resident of the Ukraine. He has been for the past 10 or 11 years, and he's now in the process of relocating back to South Africa with his wife, but he does return to the Ukraine from time to time to rescue animals. At the moment, he finds himself in the middle of the fight, which has seen Russian forces invade Ukraine. He's there to save a bear called Masha. Lionel, thank you so much for your time. It can't be the easiest for you. Appreciate you joining us on the podcast this morning. Give us an idea of where you are and just what is going on. Just let the words flow and give our listeners a sense of what's happening in the Ukraine at ground level at the moment. We, we don't know. The roads are blocked. The traffic jams are with everybody's like leaving the towns and trying to get out through Poland and Slovakia and Hungary because they've opened their borders to the Ukrainians. Um, but it's, from where I am, it's about a 1,100-kilometer drive, maybe a little bit more. I've got a full tank of fuel, but I know that won't make me there. And we don't know what the fuel is like on the roads. We don't know how jam-packed the roads are. I was going to try and run south, run, listen to me, try and get out south through Romania, but then I have to cross through Moldova, which is, you know, also a little bit Russian. Well, they're not, um, but they have their breakaway state there. They're under a state of emergency. So for me to get into Romania, the problem is you've got to go through two Moldovan, two Moldovan border posts. And then out the other side. So we can get into Romania. The problem is nobody knows. You know, I booked a ferry. Okay, so I'm trying to get home at the moment. Right. Um, The Marsha, the bear's safe. Um, She's got food. She's got water. We've got someone. She's in the west of Ukraine, far from everything, in a little village, um, which will never, ever be touched by any sort of attack. Her enclosure is big. Um, she's got nearly 400 square meters. Um, and the guy who we've been working with now for, since we rescued her four years ago, is still with us. We pay him to feed and water and care for her. So she's safe. Oh, you safe. permits are valid until May. So I'll leave and come back. Well, if I can leave, I know it might sound like dramatic, but it, fuck it, it is. You know, um, people don't know where to go. I'm getting messages. People know that I have a car. They're messaging me. Can you take me to Poland? Can you take me here? Can you take me there? I don't even know where to go myself. Lionel, where exactly it's are you? Where, where exactly are you at the moment? Can you tell us? Is there electricity? Is there petrol? Are the ATMs working? Are shops open? What's going on? Okay, so I haven't been out this morning. Uh, but there is electricity, we still got gas, there's still water. Um, obviously, I've still got an internet connection. Um, I haven't been out to the shops. I know there was a run on the ATMs yesterday and on the supermarkets um, and pharmacies. Um, those were the, like the only main, and the, and the filling stations, they were the only businesses really working yesterday. Um, and, 
Yeah, I think they've restricted the amount of money that you can draw from the ATM. Uh, we went through this in 2014 as well, when President Yanukovych was ousted. And also the number of the amount of fuel you can buy is, is also restricted. Um, so I'm going to have to go and find a couple of jerry cans <laughs> and maybe, you know, just have an extra 40 liters with me. I'm just north of a city called Nikolaev, um, right next door to the city where we lived for the last seven years called Kherson. Um, there was a big, there was a battle there yesterday and still going on last night. It's about 80 kilometers from me, um, where the Russians try to take the Antonivka bridge, which is the southernmost bridge crossing the Nipper river. So the Nipper river is not like Swatkup's river. I mean, it's a serious river, you know, so it, it, it's, it's proper key point. Uh, apparently that was destroyed. And then the one further up the river. Um, remember, this is a navigable river, you know, so ships go up and down there as well. Um, so further north of that is a, another town called Novi Karhovka, um, which is a big um, hydroelectric power plant. Uh, that was attacked, but both bridges, Ukrainians were able to repel them, but the bridges have been damaged. So that that cuts off all our Ukrainian friends on the other side of the river, which is a bit which is a bit sad. What is the morale like? What is the situation for the people on the street? Do you sense fear? Do you feel fear? We've seen horrific footage of, of folk in subways. Yeah, Darren, it's very difficult, you know. So I haven't been out today, uh, but yesterday, you know, people were concerned. They were huddled in groups, all talking. Um, so I happened to find a coffee shop that, that was open where I've had coffee before, and the ladies that work in there were all, all very stressed and, one of them got on the phone and I heard her say to, she must have been speaking to her daughter, saying, get the passport ready, pack the bags. We've got to get going. Um, yeah, so the Ukrainians, they're like South Africans. Where do we go? You know, this is, when the poo hits the fan, we've got nowhere to run to, really. Okay, so they can run into the, the, the European Union, but this is their home. Um, and they'll fight, eh? I'm telling you right now, I spoke to a friend of mine yesterday, uh, Nastia. She used to volunteer for me well, in 2014, 2015. And I called her to find out how they are in their city because I'm trying to get reports on, you know, which way to move and what to do. And she said, and that was earlier, she said, no, I'm getting up, I better shower, I'm going to work. And I said, but what about the attack? She said, oh, we'll see what happens. And then I called her later in the afternoon. I said, what's going on? She said, well, they're fighting for the bridge now. And I could hear in the supermarket or pill going off. And she says, but that's okay. If they come, we're all ready. So they'll fight for it, you know. Um, they've got nowhere to go. Families are trying to get out. The mothers and the kids are trying to get to the borders. Um, the president has now ordered a, that all men between 16 and 60 are going to be called up um, because it's now become a full-scale invasion. Does that include you? Well, I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll see when we get stopped. Um, if I get stopped, um, you know, if I have to, Darren, I'm not trying to sound like a hero or anything, but I said in a video live that I did last night that I'm sitting here and I feel I feel naked because I can't, not only, I can't do anything about it. I can't defend myself and I can't defend the people around me against something like that. You know, I can put up my fists and I can have a fight, but 
that's not going to help anything anyway. So a bit naked, feeling a bit naked at the moment. But if I have to and they stop me and they say, listen, Bill, here we go. You've got to go and stand somewhere with a gun and do what you need to do. Then that's what I'll do. You know, this has been my home for the last 11 years. Um, so, so that's what I have to do. I never ever thought I'd be caught up in a second war, but here we are. Lionel, just in closing, give us an idea of if everything goes your way, what are the plans now? Do you want to head south or how do you want to get out? And you're going to make your way back to South Africa oh. because your wife is here. <laughs> and I'm laughing about it. It's because I'm, I'm confused. Um, I'm getting reports coming in of this is happening in the south, that's happening in the west, that's happening in the north. So I say, right, I'm heading north, I'm going to Poland because I've got a mate who will pick me up in Poland and we've arranged um, passage for me across the border. Then I get reporting that there's no fuel on the way up there and the roads are crazy. So I decide, okay, I'm going to go south through Odessa, through Moldova. And then I get reports of missiles attacks in, in Odessa. You don't know what is true and what is not true at the moment because of, you know, everybody is a journalist nowadays. And then obviously you've got the trolls and the bots and, the, and doing whatever they're doing. So Darren, right now, I don't know which way I'm going. Get in the car, I'll probably know. I'm just going to try and get to one of the international borders. Well, I speak on behalf of many people and certainly many, many wild animals. The big cats that you've rescued, Masha, the bear that you've gone over to save now, and you will save in the future. I know you will. We wish you safe passage and safe journey and a safe return to Anya, who's waiting for you in South Africa. Thanks so much for joining us on that weekend feeling today and hope to see you again soon, my friend. Okay, Darren. Well, yeah, thanks for calling and... If I get any news, I'll WhatsApp you. I'll let you know what's going on, and, and hopefully I'll be back in pee in a, in a few days, a week or so. That was That Weekend Feeling with Darren Mann.